obviously I'm not in a rush today. I know you're probably busy, but I have the day off somehow, so. Lucky you. I am always in a rush. I'm always in a rush. Speaking of rush. Speaking into rush. I'm always into rush, I should say. You're always into rush. Yeah. Um, first of all, hi. This is Here's What's Spinning. So, My name is Adam, I think. Someday. His name's Kyle, even though his shirt says Ian and Bree. <laughs> I'm representing. <laughs> um, welcome, everyone, to Here's What's Spinning. Here's a new episode. <clears throat> we have lots to go over today, actually. There's a decent amount of news items. There is eight album announcements, which, mm-hmm. like, enough is enough. Yep. <laughs> Everyone just needs to stop writing music so Adam and I can catch up. Yeah. Please. Um, don't my, stop, but. my current album list, if I include the things we've listened to and the things that are coming out, is at 108 albums. And we are not even done March. That is disgusting. That <laughs> doesn't even make logical sense, does it? Uh, no, like I've I've uh, I've got a list going that is not the same as Adams, but it's only what we've listened to and what we've specifically talked about, and we are at eighty five albums that we've talked about. It's unreal, seeing as how last year we talked, we figured out we both listened to like at least one hundred and twenty yeah. albums, one hundred and fifty maybe. Which we are like an album every two days. We're like, that's insane. And if on the current trajectory, we are more than one album a day. Yeah. Which if you think about it, like listening to 40 to 60 music minutes of music a day is not outrageous. Like, especially no. if it's on in the background. or Absolutely. And I think that's my, my struggle this year is that I do listen to music almost constantly but it is just so in the background that i'm not paying attention to it and so then mm. that's having to rate it i kind of have to pay half attention yeah i put it on while i'm at work like yeah. just prepping in the kitchen and stuff like that right so i've been able to like listen to them non-stop which is kind of good yeah that that is good that's what i've started doing actually is i put pick an album and i put it on repeat and then mm-hmm. I read it so that while I'm listening to it in the background, even if I don't listen to it for two or three songs, I'll catch them on the way back. Mm-hmm. And that's worked pretty well. Yeah, there's a few out there that I dedicate to like the the uh, the like the midnight listens. I call them where I like lay in bed and put the headphones on and right bask. But that's reserved for only the special bands. Rush. Rush. We have. Uh, I'll do that for one of the albums coming out next week. Okay. 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 Maybe two, actually. Um, speaking of Rush, really quick, that segues into the news. Um, boys, just classic Rush trying to make money. I'm sure they have a 40th anniversary, like remix remastered edition of Moving Pictures coming out. Nice. That is, that is one of their best albums, if not their best. Mm-hmm. Some people. Um, I don't know. Might check it out. It'll give me an excuse to listen to Rush again. Rush is good for road trips. Yep. Yeah. 
very good. Um, trying to think how to figure out how to do the news thing. I guess I'll just go in order. This is this is just rumored. I don't know if this is actually true. Um, I hope it's true. <clears throat> um, for those that don't know, we record a day before music gets released. So we always record on a Thursday. By the time you listen to us, it's Friday. So when I say tomorrow, I mean Friday. We're okay. supposedly getting the Dream Widow album from the movie Studio 666 tomorrow. Okay. I don't know. I read an article with an interview with Dave Grohl. And in that article, he said March 25th. And I don't know if it's true. This is just rumor. I don't know how reliable the article was. Are I we sure was that it? tomorrow is March 25th? I mean, that is another variable. Yes, we oh. are sure that it is March 25th tomorrow. Okay, well then, so long as the article is valid, then I think that sounds pretty promising. There's a rumor. I will be incessantly checking tomorrow. And if it is, then obviously that will be added to our list to listen to because i'm pretty curious about what that's gonna be like especially how the studio 666 didn't really give a good indication of what dream widow sounds like yeah because the music in studio 666 was written by gojira right so and the the dream widow single like that march of the insane one that we have listened to mm -hmm. was written by the Foo Fighters, so which is still kind of mind blowing. Yes, every time I hear about what the Foo Fighters are up to, I'm just like, I just have appreciation, and I just have to believe that they all live in the same house because there's so much stuff coming out of them that they just must always be together. I know it's great. It sounds like a pretty good life. I hope they never ever stop. They never stop, never stopping. Stop never stopping. Uh, speaking of bands doing things and making movies, mm -hmm. the band In Hearts Wake uh, made a movie that became a South by Southwest film selection, which is kind of a big deal, actually, in mm -hmm. the film world. Um, kind of an interesting concept, too. This could, we could go on a tangent, I'm sure, about what the movie is about, but we might save it for another day. But it's called Green is the New Black, and it's about the environmental impact that touring bands have on the world and the kind of like dichotomy between the need to tour, right? But the like constant air travel and buses and buses and stuff that and the stuff that the impact has on the environment. So sounds like they're trying to come up with. Um, new ways to tour safer, <laughs> but just as quick kind With of thing. Impact, and like, yeah. Apparently every city that they hit on their tours, like they spend some time going and like cleaning up the oceans and doing something in that city, which is kind of cool. So that is cool. Is that why they don't come to Calgary? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they're super passionate about it. Um, and I mean, I like In Hearts Wake. That's what their whole last album was about, I guess, was 
about the, that Kali, Kali Yuga. Right. It was kind of all about like climate change and stuff like that, even though. There you go. They're uh, doing a movie. That's pretty nifty. This is uh, maybe like the virtual touring idea might be heavily influenced by environmental impact. In the hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if there was a way to quote unquote see a band live without going to it, I'd be into it for the most part, I think. There's live streams. No, I know, but like really putting yourself there. I know. Like VR or something along those lines. Yeah, like it'd be interesting if they were um the virtual reality is kind of an interesting idea, or like a virtual concert where you could set up like imagine imagine you could set up you remember 50 50 cent was that the guy they did the hologram for tupac tupac thank you mm-hmm. i'm really up and up with the 50 guy. cent is still alive right yes he okay. was at the super bowl halftime show actually right that's why he was on the brain okay so <laughs> they did the hologram of tupac and uh mm-hmm. so imagine if i was to go to the saddle dome and there was a full like touring setup, like uh, speakers and lights and the whole bit. But the band was all holograms and the music was all piped from another concert, say in Vancouver. So you got to see them live, but I saw the exact same thing in Calgary in a hologram form. Imagine. I am. I, I don't like that as much as like seeing a virtual reality live stream with headphones from home. Okay. I feel like the hologram would be kind of weird. Well, it would be weird. We are talking about the future. <laughs> it would be weird. But like, I guess to me, that's more of an accurate representation of a concert experience, right? It's like, true. But you a, see, you'd a, still have 20,000 people traveling to the Saddle Dome. That's true. The point yeah. is that you don't want that. No, that, that is a good point because I feel like 20,000 people traveling to the Saddle Dome create an environmental impact similar to a band traveling from Vancouver to Calgary mm-hmm. with their crew and mm-hmm. trucks. So it would essentially cut the environmental impact in half, but would still essentially. be negligible. This is interesting. It is. What if. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I think about this and then I think about actual live shows and I'm like, this can't be replaced. Exactly. That's why I'm kind of thinking of like the next best thing and I'm not sure VR is correct. Probably not, but. What if as part of your ticket price, you got a chauffeur in an electric car (laughs) and everyone was just chauffeured? (laughs) This is unrealistic. This is just... (laughs) That's a little crazy. Anyway, Everyone Elon gets- Musk, I'm sure we'll talk, figure out something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our, our resident alien. Yeah. Uh, speaking of concerts, uh, my wife and I are going to see Billie Eilish tonight. That's super exciting. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's going to be very interesting. She's are kind of an, she's kind of iconic at this point. So totally. Uh, what, are your expectations if you have any? Um, 
that's an interesting question. I mean, like I like a, a good amount of her songs. They're all obviously like very chill for the most part. So I'm curious how that's going to translate live. Mm-hmm. I think the like slower, like acoustic-y songs are going to be really cool. Um, just because those songs always translate really well live. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, I don't know, is she going to have like a band with her or is she just going to sing and dance to backing tracks the whole night? Or I'm just, I don't know what that's going to look like. So that'll be interesting. These are good questions. That's, um, that's why I asked. But what I can tell you is that next Thursday when we meet, I will give you an honest review of the show. I'd appreciate that. Um, I like that we talk. Me too. Uh, uh, speaking of women, <laughs> there was... <laughs> luckily, no one was hurt, but Miley Cyrus got into a plane crash. Speaking oh. of touring... Uh, her tour plane crashed or crashed or emergency landed um, yesterday. Oh, two nights ago. Apparently, the plane got struck by lightning and the and the engine gave out and they had to make an emergency landing. But was that right? I think everyone was okay. So that was kind of crazy music news. That is crazy and not expected. I know. Imagine your plane getting hit by lightning. What are the chances? Well, apparently pretty high. I think the chances that are... Because I, I watched Mayday, that Mayday show, and also my brother's oh, yeah. an airline mechanic. Uh-huh. So getting struck by lightning is actually very common. But the fact that it took out an engine, I think, is the most surprising thing. Because mm. mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of lightning resilience in a plane especially since it's flying through the air like it has to that energy has to go somewhere for it to actually do anything right so maybe just hit hit the sweet spot yeah it must have and also like apparently the statistics on like planes crashing are going down obviously except for like boeing's issue last two years ago or three years ago and two days ago that like chinese boeing 737 that crashed did you see that video i didn't no you should look it up later it's like you can like some there was like someone that filmed it on their phone and it was like uh i think it was in china and it literally like they filmed it like literally nose diving like it was a 90 degree angle just like going pretty wild it's pretty freaky well that sounds like the same issue that boeing had two years ago well, maybe Boeing should freaking figure their shit out. Cause... I, think, I think we might hear the end of Boeing in our lifetime, which is crazy, because that's like an American icon company. Every plane crash that I can remember that makes the news is pretty much Boeing, is it not? Um, or at least for like big jets like that. Well, that's, a, that's an interesting statistic, and the reason being is because Boeing is an American company, so most of the airlines that we know are flying Boeing and most of the crashes that happen from companies that we know are reporting like Boeing crashes but the most crashes in the world are not Boeing typically hmm. just recently uh, yeah I, I would say just because it's being reported to us there's a bias there but based on like what I've mm. seen on like 
Mayday's show and like talking to my brother. Like, there's lots of other brands that crash. Also, we just don't hear about them because they're not reported. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, last two things before we get into some album ratings. Uh, Haken announced a new single. It's called Nightingale. Okay. No album announcement as of yet, but expect one, obviously. Um, they also had a cool like contest thing on their Instagram where they just they said that they're putting out a new single. They said that it was called Nightingale, and they called to all their fans to to design the artwork. Cool for the single. Um, I'm gonna enter that contest. Well, it's over. Ah. Um, they picked a winner, and I must say it is a pretty sweet album cover. But they were like posting on their Instagram like incessantly this last week. Like they got like thousands of submissions, which is cool. That is. Cool. There were some really cool ones, but the one that they decided on, I remember passing through it, and I was like, "Oh, this one's rad!" And it is pretty cool. So there you go. Um. Go check out album cover by Haken. I expect it to be. I expect a new single maybe ne- as early as next week. Nightingale. I'm just looking at that album cover now. That is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Oof. I can't stop looking at it. So just some fan created that. Very cool. Um. Speaking of powerful images, uh, sorry, I keep derailing us this morning. That's <laughs> okay. Uh, did you see the photo of the artist who created a portrait of Putin out of shell casings in the Ukraine? No, I did Ooh, not. That is a powerful image. I want to look that up. Uh, let me send it to you and let's continue on. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, my last thing, because uh, we talked about ghost last week yes um i have still listened i've listened to that album a couple times since and i still very much enjoy it by the way um this is pretty huge for a band like ghost i must say uh this is the uh they're charting in the u.s Mm -hmm. number one current album number one billboard 200 number one rock album number one hard music album number one independent number one vinyl number one digital album number one top album whatever the difference is and number one billboard tastemaker albums across the board whole us they cleaned up and then get this Sweden, number one, Germany, number one, Finland, number one, Austria, number one, UK, number two, Norway, number two, Netherlands, number two, Belgium, number two, Canada, number one, Australia, number three, France, number one, Ireland, number one, Switzerland, number one, and uh, Billboard released that um, in the week that they that their album was released. It was the largest album sales of any week since 2020. That's insane. Good for them. Good for ghost. 
So if you want to know why they're touring stadiums across the world, that's why. Yep, that makes sense. Shall we get into our albums? Do you want to do album ratings first or singles? Uh, we do have a few singles that have come out before that we have to mention. Yeah, let's do singles. Um, oh, wait. I usually do album announcements. Do you want album announcements first? Let's do album singles. Okay, let's fire through these. Uh, Muse was the big one last week. Um, I did end up pre-ordering the vinyl, by the way. Uh, what was that album called again? Will of the People. I got the Muse Special Edition it was like Red Sand vinyl or something like that. I don't know if the vinyl is going to be sandy when it shows up, but... Who knows? We shall see. Uh, first, <clears throat> first album announcement we have to go over. Uh, James Labrie of Dream Theater announced his new solo album, Beautiful Shade of Grey. Uh, released the first single called Devil and Drag. It's very good and very interesting. Is that right? Hey, like not at all what you would expect. I don't want to give it away. Okay. Because like he has a full band and his son is playing drums. Uh, That's super heartwarming. It is. His son's playing drums and uh, Marcos Fogli, who is one of the best guitar players that not a lot of people know, uh, is playing guitar on the album. And let's just say it's not quite what you sound like, what you'd expect. Okay. Okay. It's very good. Uh, another, well, he's a Canadian artist, but another big, huge, dare I say, Canadian band announced a new album, and that is Arcade Fire. Uh, their new album, We, just W-E. Okay. <laughs> is out May 6th. Sorry, James Labrie's album is out May 20th. You didn't get catch that. I didn't. Uh, Arcade Fire, We, May 6th. Um, a new band that I discovered that are very uh, interesting. They're called Blind Channel. And they have a new album called Lifestyles of the Sick and Dangerous. Out July 8th. Uh, Kyle mentioned this at the top of the show. I don't know if we were recording for this, but uh, Mark Tremonti of Alterbridge and of the band Tremonti is releasing a new project called Mark Tremonti Sings Frank Sinatra, uh, which is a very interesting project, I would say. I'm excited to hear what it sounds like. I haven't listened to any of it yet, not even a single that was just released. Me too. We should maybe put that on for next week. Indeed. Uh, to check that out, because that's a really cool thing. So that's out May 27th. Uh, f- where are we? Four more. Uh, band Dragged Under. Uh, if you haven't heard Dragged Under, they are muy intensico. That is Spanish for very intense. My intense. <laughs> My intense. <laughs> um, they're like just like a straight up crazy hardcore band. I remember seeing them open for counterparts, and they were rad. Their new album, Upright Upright Animals, is out June tenth. Um. This is the album my wife told me about this this morning. I think 
he posted it on his Instagram this morning, and that's Harry Styles with his new album, Harry's House, out May 20th. And then I've got two Blast from the Past bands for you, Kyle. You ready for this? Nope. Both of Okay. Tell me when. Uh, now I'm ready. <laughs> Both releasing May 6th. And we have a new album from Simple Plan. <laughs> awesome. Called Harder Than It Looks. And I've never been a Simple Plan fan, but I'm putting this on this list because I'm so curious to hear what they sound like now. Yeah, I liked Simple Plan. Oh, I couldn't stand them. Is that right, hey? Oh, God. Just the worst. Them and Headley. Actually, I shouldn't say that I, I, I liked them. There was definitely a few select songs that I liked, and Headley was the same. There's some some songs that I liked until their lead singer got weird, and I haven't listened to them since. Yeah. Um, and the next Blast from the Past album or band that has a new album coming out, uh, Three Days Grace, <laughs> with their new album Explosions, also out on May 6th. Um, what was their old singer's name? Matt, Matt, Mark, uh, Chris. I don't know. The three days grace. Yeah, it was Adam something. Yeah, that's right. Adam, the saber. Adam. I keep wanting to say Levine, but that's not right. That's more than five. Uh, anyways, since Adam left the three days grace, I haven't been a huge fan of what they released. And even his solo project, I don't find that good. But I didn't even know he had a solo project. Yeah. Um, Adam Gontier. Pro- yeah, that's right. Um, it's either a solo project or a new project. I can't remember if it's self. I can't remember. I will anyway. say that according to Wikipedia, yeah, they've been in a band since 1997. And the only member change they've had was that lead singer leaving okay okay other than that everyone's been uh in the same band saint asonia is that what you're thinking of? i am thinking of saint asonia and i don't like them very much i don't know if i've ever even heard that yeah they're not very good. um i do have a vivid memory though of which concert was it when they covered lose yourself and it was rad do uh, you remember that was that the coke stage it was either the Coke stage or like th- when they were with um Oh, I know what it was. <clears throat> Sorry. It was at the the dome with Avenged Sevenfold and Disturbed. Oh yeah. They, I forgot that they opened for them. Yeah. They opened for them and they covered that song. And I remember you and I had always wanted to do a, like <laughs> a cool, cool like metal hard rock cover of that song. And they did it and they pulled it off extremely well. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I, at one time was a huge fan of, of three days grace. So I'm, but that was like in the early two thousands and, um, yeah, well, I was just looking through their discography and they like, I don't think I've even their album life starts now that came out in 2009. I don't even recognize the album cover. That's right. I don't think I like, I don't think I've listened to them. Like I, I know their first two albums pretty well. Yeah, one X and their self-title. Yeah, and they're still pretty good. I might actually go check out 
check them out again but mm-hmm. literally haven't heard an album from them in their last like five so oh yeah for sure that's yeah. what we're here for yeah <laughs> yeah so look for look for that um singles let's rip through these we had four singles that we were meant to talk about last week but we did not uh the first one i guess speaking of james labrie's son was his band falset with their single lullabies did you listen did you like uh yes and yes um it was pretty good right yeah it was good it um it was again one of those singles which is the whole point of singles obviously but it was um it did make me excited to hear what else is going to come from falset so um yeah it was over a week ago that i listened to this so i don't have much more to say about that but (laughs) um fair enough uh, yeah i liked all the singles from that so i don't have much to say about any of them though but anyways go on same yeah same with me it'll be it'll be cool check out that album uh that album comes out june 10th so we will talk about it then uh the black keys their single wild child from their upcoming album dropout boogie which is a yeah. great album title by the way it is great single too this one i actually do remember and i really loved it i was bopping along it's got that bluesy black keys feel and me too kind of feels like old school black yeah. keys totally love it um bleed from within we had the two yeah on there i think i am damnation and levitate Leviathate. Um, I will say that after hearing those two singles, in terms of, would you call them metalcore, I guess? Yeah, yep. Um, this album has become one of my most anticipated albums to hear of the year. Totally. Bleed from what these has, singles were. Uh, developed significantly since the last time I listened to them. Yes. Uh, both those singles were just great. And they sounded incredible because they were produced and mixed and engineered by Adam Getgood. And he is always good. He is a busy man. And then the last one was um, Rammstein's new single, Zeit. Did you happen to watch the music video? I did not. I put it on my list to watch. I just haven't watched it yet. Did you did you like the song? I really liked the song. It's good. Yeah, I'm. Uh, that's another band, Ramstein, that's um, developing a lot and kind of refining their sound and becoming a lot more polished. Also. Yeah, their self titled album that came out in like 2019, the one with the matchstick on the cover, is extremely good. Yeah, I liked it way more than. I would. I um, I've been laughing because my uh, my dad likes cruising around in his car, his sports car, and uh, he apparently loves Ramstein's "Do Host," which is like an obviously an old song of theirs, and he just blasts it driving around as a convert his convertible, and my mom just hates that song, <laughs> and so and she always goes with him on the drives, <laughs> and so I just imagine Love my that. dad rocking out down the highway in his in his convertible listening to Ramstein, and so mm-hmm. when this single came out i sent it to him i was like dad your favorite band has a new song 
Yeah, this does not sound like too host. No. But no, it doesn't. It is good. Um, if you have the time, I highly or anyone out there, I highly recommend you watch the music video. I will. I think that was it. That's it for the singles. Indeed. Um, well, sort of it for the singles. Um, we have a few songs to go over. Should we include this in the no, I mean, it's not a full album. I'm going to say, should we include this in the like ranking? Yeah, I don't, I don't think we should. Okay. Uh, we are talking about the deluxe edition of Era's self-titled record from 2021. Yes. Which many of you may remember was both Kyle and Spencer's number one album of the year. It was my number th- four, Two? three. Three? Yeah. It was three. Yeah, it was three. Yeah. Got beat up by Sleep Token and That's right. Um, they released a deluxe edition of that, which included uh seven new songs actually. Three three originals, one reimagined song, and three covers. Yep. And it was like thirty three minutes of material, like it's almost a full well, it's over an EP length, supposedly, but that's totally. a lot of material. Yeah. Um, what do you have to say? Um, I their three new songs fit in the album and fit in their trajectory so well. Yeah, Soul Absentia was so good. Soul good. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. The, the Song of Sedition, Psalm of Sedition, Song of Psalm. Psalm. Yeah. A psalm. Uh, that's the one that stood out to me. I thought that that song was just incredible. And then uh, uh, Night of Silence was different, but still so good. Very good. Um, I remember when, I, when Night of Silence came on, I remember I had heard it already. They released it as like a single. Oh, did they? Okay. So I remember I, when it came on, immediately I was like, oh, yeah, I recognize this. And I thought for a second that the, it was going back to like the original album. But um, yeah, all were very good. Definitely the first two stood out the most, Definitely. in my opinion. Um, I will ask you this. In the metal community, and not just metalcore, in all of metal or heavy music, is there a better band out there right now? If you're asking, that's on, a, that, that's on a better trajectory than where they're going right now. If you're asking me, and my, and from my perspective, I would say nah, not nah, same. These guys are just killing it. I cannot wait for what else they come up with. Yeah, if someone came up to me and was like, "I want to get into like kind of some modern metal and what that sounds like," I would direct them to this album and maybe like Gojira totally where my head's at. They're just freaking. they can't do anything wrong. No, I know even these three covers well, Stockholm syndrome we had heard, but light my way and heresy. They were so good. Who, who are they covering? I actually didn't recognize the songs, but I figured they were covers cause they didn't sound like era. Oh, I recognized, uh, light my way is, um, Audio Slave. Okay. 
and heresy is um oh man can't remember what uh band that is uh google tells me that it's nine inch nails thank you that's what it was yep um that was my favorite cover i would say in the stockholm syndrome being a close second heresy was your favorite yeah i liked it yep yeah um again they just nailed it made it their own totally yeah um they did a little like thing on their youtube and they were like talking about kind of like the covers and the originals and apparently they apparently they want to make an entire covers album which i'm like do it absolutely i love when bands do that very cool uh Uh, and then the only other song in that deluxe was the their reimagined version of vanish canvas with the wife of the podcast yeah courtney laplante courtney laplante and even calling it a reimagining is is tough because like it does sound very true to the original the only difference is at the end they kind of have courtney laplante do the uh the callback part of the song and it fits really well yeah i'm not definitely not downplaying it but uh Mm -hmm. it uh is very good so yeah that was the deluxe edition of era definitely go check that out I uh, already want to hear their next album. I know. And we probably have no news about when that might be. Oh, gosh, no. I think they're still touring it. I wish this tour so badly was coming to Calgary or Vancouver, but they're they're starting a tour. I think I think it's today. And it's, um, it's Silverstein, August Burns Red, uh, Devil Wears Prada, and Era. Oh, dude. <laughs> I know. And I was like, frick off. I wanted to see that really bad. Three album ratings. Um, I think it's my turn. Sure is. I will start. We actually have two albums and an EP, so which is kind of interesting. Um, I will start by saying this with my number three album, which will give it away right away. This was a tough one to rate because it is an album from a friend of mine. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I don't know if he's listening to this, so I don't know. Um, I think that we need to be uh, honest to be true to our listeners. And I think that oh. we need to remind everyone that these are objective opinions and not necessarily a... Uh, a reflection of everyone's opinions. Fair enough. Um, I'm talking about the new album Silhouettes of Horror by the band Hyperi- Hyperi- Hyperia. Hyperia? Hyperia. Um, and yeah, he's a friend of mine. I can't remember if we went to high school there, but I had worked with him for quite a while at Joey's. Um, oh. Friend of mine, Colin. That's his band. Cool. Uh, we are in the we are in talks to have him on the podcast. That'll be awesome. To talk about this new album and kind of their band story, which is kind of crazy. Um, I will just say that I like I like like enjoyed this album. Didn't love it. Didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, not 
typically my style of metal, not like a huge like power metal, I guess you'd call it thrash thrash metal. Yeah, it's kind of like thrash. Uh, it's, it's flirting with the the kind of death metal vibe. Hmm. Um. Yeah, it was uh, it like it was good. It was. I'll say they're not like, they're not like, rewriting that genre of music by any means. No, no, for sure. Um. But some really definitely some cool stuff on there. So. Do you want to go through the ratings? Sure. Uh, for vocals, I gave it a three. Okay, I gave it three point five. Okay. Uh, for me, I preferred the. Uh, it actually did have a, a lower score for the screaming parts. It's not my style of screaming, and so I kind of was pretty critical of it. However, when they brought the kind of like wailing and like singing, harmonized parts, I was really impressed by those. So that did bump up the score for me. Really. Uh, guitars, I gave 3.5. Uh, I gave a 4.2 on the guitars. I really loved the riffs. Did you? I did. I thought that the riffs were super catchy. You're right. They're not like, uh, rewriting the genre by any means. However, I thought that like they nailed it on the style and the hook and like Mm -hmm. they, they hooked and sunk me on the guitar riffs and sunk you. Um, this, this was kind of a. You'll hear you'll hear this reflected in my production score, mm-hmm. and maybe this is a purposeful thing. And I will, I would ask him this, but a lot of the like when the verses were going on, especially, there's a lot of really cool like fast lead line and stuff going on in the background, but very hard to hear. I don't think I even noticed. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder the the uh, purpose for that maybe it's on purpose maybe it's not i know this was self-recorded self-released and everything like they did this all themselves right well good for them which for that yeah definitely um drums i also gave a 3.5 uh, i gave drums a 3.4 okay we're pretty even on that mm-hmm. they did what they needed to do they sure did <laughs> Uh, writing, I gave a 3.9. I gave 3.5 for writing. Okay. Um, so production, I gave a 3. That's was, was pretty harsh. On production, I was a 2.4. Oh. Yeah. Um, it is harsh. Yeah. And again, it might have been on purpose, uh, but I found that I was losing the drums and the bass compared to guitar and vocals. Like, the, the guitar was... Apparently not during the verses, but like the guitar riffs were right in my face and the vocals were right in my face. The drums were kind of lost in the background and the bass, like almost couldn't hear it all. Hmm. Yeah. And the rhythm guitar, like I was mentioning, definitely got lost for me too. Right. Yeah. A little bit. So yeah. Um, yeah. Like cool songs, a good like thrash metal kind of power metal E record. Yep. Um, well, and, and to be, uh, just to kind of qualify that a bit, knowing now that it was self-produced, like, I think that they did a good job, but depending, like, metal is a really, really hard thing to produce, especially without a lot of, um, money put into isolation and a lot of money put into compression and a lot of time spent with really 
fine tuning it. Like metal, metal is very tough. So I think you guys did a good job uh, on your own. Yeah. Solid album. I gave the repeatability. I just right in the middle and gave it a two point five. Uh, two point three for me. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, uh, mine mine was an even twenty. Uh, eighteen point eight for me. So there you go. Uh, Hyperia, silhouettes of horror. Um, Kyle and I, if you read our little blurb in every episode, we like to support the local artists. Mm-hmm. These guys are from Calgary, but live in Vancouver right now. So uh, we will, in the show notes below, I will include a link to where you can go buy the album. I know they're going on tour pretty soon. And I think slash hope they're going to play in Vancouver and I'll go see them. So, Absolutely. Number two album is Hot Water Music oh. with their album Feel the Void. I felt a little bit of the void. Oh, <laughs> I'm s- we might be a little bit opposed on this one. We might. It sounds like Kyle liked it. I really loved it. Really loved it. Oh, yeah. I listened to it like six times. Whoa. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What did you love about it? Um, I found that it was super catchy. I did find that it was a little bit uh, uh, like a run-of-the-mills kind of clean production, but I found the drums and guitar super catchy, and I loved his voice. I really did. Hmm. Yep. I thought that it was a really great like hard rock album, and it made it to my like hard rock driving playlist, so kudos boom hot water music um i only heard about this band like a long time ago because they opened for rise against okay yeah and then as i say that you can really hear the influence totally yep in there um yeah but uh, clearly this album didn't grab me the way it grabbed you like it 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 was good to me (laughs) like it was yeah, it was good, not not great. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, like, I mean, I enjoyed it. Good music to, like, have on in the background. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it was just, to me, it was just like a punk, like a, just like a punk record. It's not a bad thing. No. <laughs> not at all. Okay, uh, What'd you get for vocals? Uh, 3.7. Okay, 4.3. 4.3. Yeah. For vocal man. I liked uh, I liked his uh, harsh harsh vocals and thought that it was uh, fit the music well and uh, pretty creative. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I dug it. Mm-hmm. My scores are all very similar, by the way. So, so are mine. So, spoiler. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, guitars, I gave 3.8. Okay, guitars I gave 4.1. Uh, drums I gave 3.8. I gave 4.1. <laughs> Writing I gave uh, 3.9. Oh, I gave 4.5 there. Ooh. Uh, production I gave 3.8. Uh, 4.4 for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I thought that I was I was really glad that I heard everything, but there wasn't anything creative done. So 
like to me it was like a above average because it can be hard just to hear everything on some albums totally yep uh repeat i gave three i gave it a 4.5 interesting yep it's funny how when you like really like an album or don't really like an album it easily reflects the scores totally absolutely which is why i say that this is 100 percent objective rating we are totally <laughs> yeah we are definitely heavily influenced by bias yes <laughs> which i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing or if it makes this more fun but i think it's more fun especially since like week to week sometimes i'm feeling like really generous and other weeks i'm like fuck this album <laughs> yeah totally yeah i mean like this was this was good i just don't know how like often i'd go back to it fair enough okay uh what was your score overall another even score it was uh 22 okay i gave 25.9 yeah that's high it is but i dug it so it reflects it he dug it i will say it's better than anything rise against has released in the last eight years (laughs) yeah yeah So that leaves one album left. The Adam McCall Podcast is sponsored by Canadiana Music. Canadiana Music is a new company in Southern Alberta that is built to drive the community supporting local artists and songwriters. Keep a tab on Canadiana Music to hear about information with their local artists, upcoming events, and sponsorship options. Canadiana Music is also a fully equipped production company with a professional recording studio located in the beautiful Turner Valley. Reach out from their website at www.canadianamusic.com for any production or recording needs. Mention the Adam and Kyle podcast to receive 10% off of the label for your next event or recording. Follow Canadiana Music at Canadiana Music on social media. Check the show notes below for links. So I'm guessing that was your number one? It was, yes. And we matched on number three. Matched on number three. So this is my number one uh, album, EP, I guess. Um, and that is, well, I just, my computer just zoomed in like crazy. <laughs> Everything is huge. Everything's bigger. Uh, the new EP from Joshua Travis, who is the guitar player and mastermind of Amir, the band Amir. Okay. And that's his new, uh, solo EP, No Rest, uh, from Sharp Tone Records. Um, I liked this album. Um, I really liked it instrumentally. Um, the vocal, he he was, had a different vocalist every song. In case you were wondering. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did actually pick up on that. Um, so the man who's in everything, Andy Sizik was on the first track. Uh, Rio Kinoshita from Crystal Lake was on the second track. Uh, Ryan Kirby from Fit for a King was on a, on a track. So all different kind of like vocals and vocal performances and stuff like that. Um, you go. I'm very curious. Um. We'll have to add this out. I just have to respond to this email. One second. Kyle has to respond to an email. Do, 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 do. 
Okay, now that we're back after those brief messages, I was back. For uh, I gave yeah. three point eight. Okay, I give a four. Okay, e- yeah, even four. Nice. Uh, were you going to say something as I was saying that? No, I was just going to say that the like, like vocally, there was like the three singers I mentioned stood out above the rest, and the other two. Can't remember what bands they're from. Mm-hmm. Were less good. Yeah, I agree with that. And like, I think that part of my I was pretty harsh on the vocals, and the only reason being is because it wasn't consistent, and which is normal given that they're all different vocalists. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I, I would definitely agree that there is definitely three out of five. I guess right. Mm-hmm. So that would be if they were all perfect, that would be a even three score. Anyways, I gave three point eight. <laughs> three point eight. Yep. Uh, guitars, I gave it 3.6. Wow. I gave 4.9. Oof. I, I think that I may have been biased because I that was the last time I had to listen to it, and I listened to it this morning right out of bed, and I was not having it. <laughs> well, that's an intense album to listen to in the morning. Oh, yeah. It hurt. Um, there's some really, really, really cool guitar work threaded throughout this album is that right okay i would pr- i would almost like to hear it all instrumentally um the solo in the first track web of lies with andy sizik is insanely good like maybe one of the better guitar solos of the year well i put it on my list now to re-listen to um so i'm not sure if we'll talk about it again but it'll definitely be re-rated for our top 100 yeah, it's interesting because there's like obviously a lot of vocal features, but it it's it's very much a guitar album. Like he, I'm sure he made it because he wanted to put out like a guitar driven album. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought the guitar work was like insanely good. Fair enough. It was very heavy. Very heavy. He's using like yeah. drop negative B. He's using an eight string for sure yeah yeah just like yeah like the solo work like it's really really interesting and very intricate stuff Mm -hmm. it's it's really good um drums i had a steep drop off i gave 3.8 i gave 4.1 on the drums okay Mm -hmm. all like all programmed drums is hard to score yeah i was just gonna say it seemed programmed it was pretty like run of the mills. It did fit really well, but it just wasn't interesting. Creative. Mm-hmm. Um writing I gave three point nine. Uh four for me. Okay. Huh. Um production I gave four point three. Four point two. Okay. 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 And then repeatability I gave three point three. I gave a three. Because yeah, like cool stuff kind of hard to really get into yeah absorb it's very heavy (laughs) but i more so found myself going back and like listening to like the guitar solo stuff rather than because i really liked the song kind of thing okay okay uh i think that's it yeah yep what was your final score oh yeah 24.2 which is high for an ep i would say Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm 
Uh, my full score was 22.7. Okay. Not that far off, actually. No, no, for sure. Hmm. Right on. Um, I have four honorable mentions that came out last week. Um, one of them, uh, three of them are all, three of them are kind of like, like check this out if you have time. Okay. Uh, one of them, in my opinion, I don't know the right word. I maybe want to say groundbreaking. Okay. Okay. So I'll leave that one for last. The first honorable mention is a band called Trench. And they released an EP called Encased in Chrome. Just kind of like your typical run of the more run of the run of the more <laughs> run of the mill metalcore. Okay. Um yeah, give it a shot. It's pretty cool. Uh speaking of metalcore, another band from the Arising Empire label, uh Breathe Atlantis released a new album called Overdrive. Um this is like if you're a fan of like kind of like that 2000 I would say like early 2010s style metalcore the we came as Romans Miss May Eyes those kinds of bands okay yeah they're like this you paint a great ear picture thank you and uh last one this is a very um heavy stuff uh this is dark funeral the band dark funeral with their album we are the apocalypse and they are like one of the biggest one of the biggest names out there i would say in the in the black metal world um i did actually enjoy this okay i, I liked it better than i thought i would um but yeah it, it is an onslaught to the ears Again, maybe this is just because production techniques are getting better, but for a black metal record is very well produced. Very crisp. Cool. You hear everything. Crisp. And the last last band that I discovered um, with a whopping like correct me if I'm wrong because I don't have Spotify anymore, Kyle. Or you don't either. Uh, I do keep it around. Uh, I think they have less than 3,000 monthly listeners. Okay. So this is a brand, not a brand new band, but they're called Playgrounded, which is an interesting name. And their album is called The Death of Death, which is also an interesting name. <laughs> they have just over 4,400 Um monthly listeners but but they might have gone up with this new release true um this is very interesting stuff uh it's kind of hard to explain um it's really uh like it's really proggy um it's really like there's there's six songs on this album and it's 40 minutes long whoa um, that's like 75 minutes a song <laughs> yes um, I don't I, I'm having 
clearly having trouble explaining kind of what this band sounds like. No, but you did um, use the word groundbreaking, so that does make it hard to describe. Yeah, it's like um, like the instruments are really heavy. There's no screaming on it. Okay. Um, so I would I would say it's kind of like. Uh, dare I say, I would maybe go with uh, if Deftones and Sleep Token had a baby. Huh. <laughs> yeah, his his vocals. Um, don't get me wrong; he's not. He's he doesn't like sound like the singer from Sleep Token. Okay, but his like his range and his kind of mannerisms are are quite sleep token ish i would say right um and it's kind of got that vibe of sleep token like really heavy like music really heavy instrumental parts cool like ambient stuff mixed in there and then like kind of like clean vocals on top okay uh definitely worth a check out uh, potentially even a rating. I'd be very curious. We might have to rate this record next week. Um, and again, that is the band Playgrounded. Their album, The Death of Death. And they're on Pelagic Records. I don't know if that means anything to you. That's the same label as like the Ocean. The Ocean Collective are on. And... Uh, that other band, Psalm, that we talked about yeah. earlier this year. Um, so kind of in that vein. Okay, okay. There you go. Those are my honorable mentions. That is excellent. Is there anything else that you want to talk about on this? Um, just a, the, the tiny preview of what's coming out tomorrow that we will talk about next week. Sure. Um, I would say I'll add it to our list. I would say let's rate this playgrounded album because I'm very curious as what do you think of it? Yeah, definitely add it to our list. And I say that because we only have three albums coming out next week or tomorrow. Yep. But three heavy hitters, maybe I would say. Uh the first one that's interesting is um Architects is releasing for those that wish to exist, but live at Abbey Road with an orchestra. Huh. As a full album. And or to that. Yeah, I'm very excited. Like kind of like an SM type thing. So they recorded it live in Abbey Road with a full orchestra. We did watch that video. Mm-hmm. I think I sent you the one video that they did with it. Yeah. Um, and they decided to record a whole album of it. That's so awesome. And I think that deserves a listen. Uh, next one that's coming out is Michael Romeo from Symphony X. His album War of the Worlds Part 2 comes out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the first single was awesome. If you're a fan of Symphony X, it basically sounds like that. And it's pretty good. And then I'm, the next one, I know you're excited about this one, Kyle. And that is... Stoked. Animals as Leaders with their album Parhesia. Beautiful. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, so another instrumental one. 
it's uh seems like a more quiet week so i think it would be a good week to add that um that band that you just told me about yeah playgrounded <laughs> thank you playgrounded uh because like the architects of course like we we reviewed that last year um yep. so that'll be interesting to listen to with the orchestra and then uh animals as leaders they are good but <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be a hard rating also so i feel like yeah very hard rating and then um yeah, I'm sure there'll be some singles. We'll we'll, we'll go over that Mark Tremonti single mm-hmm. where he sings Frank Sinatra, and I'm sure there will be more. It's totes. I thought for a second, I was like, oh, there's no like album releases to talk about, and then I got eight. So <laughs> there you go. That sounds good. That does it for us. This is Here's What's Spinning. I'm going to Billie Eilish tonight. We will review. Oh, I will review that for you next week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, stay safe out there. Keep listening to music. Absolutely. Do good. Do good things. Drink some water. Mm-hmm. Pet your cat. I do every day. Um. Eat good things. Craft dinner. Ramen. Uh, yep. Follow us on Instagram, Adam Kyle Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Adam Kyle Podcast. Email us, adamcallpodcast at gmail.com. And listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And we will see you all next week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Bye.